The past few days I've been in Iowa and my brother lives there and he has three children and two of them are two and four years old and that would be my nephew Abel and his brother Silas. And last night as I was at my brother and sister-in-law's house, uh, my sister-in-law, her name is Amelia and she's a nurse, so she was working. And my brother, Nathan, he actually teaches people how to hit baseballs professionally, which is crazy to me, but he does it. But anyways, um, so then the boys got stuck with me. And sometimes I have so many ideas to do with them, it's amazing. But when they're like two and four, you're kind of like limited to what to do. So I thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll tire them out. So we literally ran around the house for 20 minutes. And after about like minute five, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? But I tried and they just wanted more and more and more. And then I'm thinking like, gosh, we got to do something different. So then what I decided for us to do was, I was like, we should make some paper airplanes. And they're like, what are paper airplanes, Uncle Zachy? And I was like, thank God they don't know what this is. So I made them about 50 paper airplanes. And earlier uh, the day before, what we did is we actually bought the Christmas tree. So they thought what would make mommy and daddy so happy is if they took paper airplanes and they tucked them all over the Christmas tree. So they happened to have like their little play bench for like eating food in front of the Christmas tree. And they're like, mommy and daddy are going to be so happy, <laughs> you know? And they're just like placing all these little paper airplanes I'm making. And I'm just like, oh, I hope this works. Um, but as I was kind of reflecting on that, it just reminded me of, of how much... Uh, I, I enjoy actually flying. I, I hate driving. I'm not a big fan of driving. Anything over five hours, I'm almost like, well, could we fly there? And I don't know if you've ever flown anywhere, but I truly enjoy being um, 30,000, 40,000 feet above and looking down and seeing kind of like how God sees, I think, at times and seeing how amazing and huge and big our God is. You know, our world is so, so small, and our God is so, so big. And we don't have, at times, a complete understanding of how big our God is. And this first Sunday of Advent, we're going to be talking about creation, which is the first part of the kerygma, the proclamation of the gospel. And if anybody asks you what the homily was about, it's just about creation, okay? And as I, I look at creation, I always like to look at the saints for wisdom as for, like, how do we talk about creation? Because God creates effortlessly. For those of you who know like Genesis 1, there's two stories of creation, right? Genesis 1 and then Genesis 2, creation of the world and creation of man and the fall. But the saints sometimes just put it in perspective in a way that I can't. So St. Basil, who's, who died in uh, 379, he said this about creation. He said, I want creation to penetrate you with so much admiration that everywhere, wherever you may be, the least plant may bring you to the clear remembrance of the creator. So I'm not very smart, and maybe you're not very smart, but I'm not. So I'm going to repeat that so we can hear that again, because that's like jam-packed with a lot of stuff. He says, I want creation to penetrate you with so much admiration that everywhere, wherever you may be, the least plant may bring you to the clear remembrance of the creator. So he wants all of us to be wowed. And if you want something from God, you got to ask for it. So like right now, I just want to pray and ask for that gift of wonder because I think sometimes we've lost it. So let's just pray. 
Heavenly Father, as we enter into Advent, we pray for the gift of wonder at your creation. Please help us slow down and be receptive so that as St. Basil just told us, he wants creation to penetrate every part of our being so that no matter where we are, we may be moved by the smallest things that you are the creator of all. We make all these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Another favorite saint of mine, St. Bonaventure, he says this about creation. He says, He, therefore, who is not illumined by such great splendor of created things, is blind. He who is not awakened by such great clamor is deaf. He who does not praise God because of all the effects, these effects is dumb. He who does not note the first principle from such great designs is foolish. So he says, open your eyes, therefore prick your spiritual ears, open your lips and apply your heart that you may see your God and all creatures may hear him, praise him, love and adore him, magnify and honor him. And that, that should hopefully start kicking our mind into gear of thinking like, why is there something instead of nothing? When we look at creation, why is there something instead of nothing? And maybe it's, maybe it's just me, but sometimes when I look around um, at people, I like, to, I like to people watch. That's also another reason why I love flying at airports and going on planes. And it's, sometimes it kind of feels like we're a little bit dead inside or we become like zombies or robots. And, and maybe it's because the world and our experience of godlessness has beaten us down so much that we become deaf and blind and fools to how amazing our God is. Because even in our first reading today, we hear from Isaiah, and during the month of Advent in December, and as we head through, a lot of Isaiah comes up. And Isaiah is always pointing towards a God coming, the Messiah coming. And he even prays in the ache of his heart, he says, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. And for those of us who know the gospel message, who know the story of salvation history, hopefully we know that God did come down (laughs) in Jesus. But for some reason, that's not leaving us awestruck anymore. Our world has been telling our story for us. They say, oh, Jesus is kind of like Muhammad. Jesus, God, you know, he's kind of like Buddha or whatever wise figure we have. But the thing is, no one can compare to Jesus. No one can can compare to the creator of the universe. So I just want to ask you a few questions. And the first one is just like, when was the last time you were so awestruck at something that your experience of that moved you so deeply that you completely changed your life? When was the last time that you were so awestruck at something that in that experience, it moved you so deeply that you completely changed your life? Actually changed your habits and actually changed your friends, even changed your heart, the way you see the world, even changed how you spend your time or even how you spend your money. 
You know, for maybe, maybe for some of you, it was an experience of hearing someone give a talk on a certain aspect of life or faith. And you can always go back to that talk and you just felt your, your, your life being changed in that process. Or maybe you heard a, a certain piece of music and it just moved you in, in a certain way where you were actually moved to tears at how beautiful it was. Or maybe it was a sunset or a movie or a play where after the experience of that, you actually had to stop. You actually had to stop and spend time with how much that moved you. And for those of you who are parents, uh, maybe it was actually seeing your child being born and you have this creature that you help create and you're wondering how amazing it must be to be like God, to have millions and millions of these creatures. But maybe for you and for, for me, a lot of times it's seeing somebody do something totally heroic and selfless. That's why I love war movies. I love seeing the person who does a selfless act and they have nothing to gain from it. They have nothing to gain from it, but they are so selfless and that always moves me. That's what leaves me awestruck often. But yet for some of us, to be overwhelmed by the good news of the gospel, like how good it actually is, to be overwhelmed by an encounter with the person of Jesus, like actually knowing him and experiencing him personally in a unique way, feeling like you're the only person in the world. In our world, it seems like very, very few people have had that experience. And if they have had that experience, how many of those people actually surrendered their life to say, I'm going to live for this the rest of my life? It seems like that number is getting lower and lower and lower. And my friends, like the deepest desire of all of our hearts, we all have this cry and this, this ache in our hearts is, is for union with God. It's to be in relationship. But some people like think it's about the next cell phone or the next binge-worthy show, right? Or it's about having a car or, or a house. But that ache in your heart and my heart is to be in union with God, whether we realize it or not. And actually be overcome with wonder at how awesome our God is. And Advent, Holy Mother Church, she actually recognizes that desire in your heart and my heart and answers that prayer in our hearts. Because this God who created the trillions and trillions of stars knows every star by its name. But more importantly than that, God knows each of you by name. And instead of like wanting to spend time with the stars or planets or the ocean or the mountains, God found one creature irresistible that he created. And that creature is you. <laughs> Not the person next to you, but like you, just you. And, you know, we heard in our gospel reading today, like we're called to be on watch to watch, to wait. And I think for a lot of us, we say, you know, I got to go find God. If this God is who he says he is, I got to go find him. But I would say, if you really want to do something different this Advent, I would say, instead of go, going out and searching for this God, I would encourage you to let God come find you and speak to you by name. But 
don't feel like you have to change to be with this God, the creator. Let him come and meet you as you are and ask him a lot of questions. And I give you permission to be brutally honest with this God because for some of us, you know, we're full of anxiety like all the time. We're just full of anxiousness. And this God who created, you know, the universe, the billions of galaxies, sometimes people say we're finding trillions of galaxies, stars, all that. He did that effortlessly. He spoke, happened. No problem. <laughs> As we hear from St. Peter, he says in first first St. Peter, he says, cast your worries or your anxieties on, on him because he cares about you. So like, if you have anxiety, he can help you. <laughs> and he wants to help you. And today, you know, I, Isaiah says, why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways? And why do we harden our hearts so that we, do not, we don't fear you anymore? To fear God is not to say I'm afraid of him. It's to actually dishonor how good he is and to, to like not be in love. And I would say why a lot of us wander or why God lets us wander is precisely because he loves us. You know, he lets you and I feel emptiness so he can fill us. He lets you and I become blind so we can see, so we don't know what it's like to see. He lets us become deaf so we can hear his voice. He allows us to become fools so we may know what true wisdom really is. And I can only tell you, like, from my personal experience, which is majority of where I, I preach from, is allowing God to fill you, allowing God to wow you, allowing God to fill you with wonder, it'll be like one of the best decisions you can ever make. But that means that you and I have to know that it's going to cost us. That means we have to sacrifice something. Because if it, if it costs God the Father, his only son, to save us, that means you and I have to sacrifice something. And most likely, it's going to be the pace at which you move. Because some of us, we're just like zipping through life. And for a lot of us, there's an encouragement to, to take a deep breath. To slow down. To like literally smell the roses as St. Saint, Saint Basil encouraged us to do. To be wowed by the little things. To know that like, it's not gravity that's holding this building up right now. It's God. We use gravity, but really it's God. God has all of us in this whole world in the palm of his hand. And he's in control of it all because he created it. And out of all the universes, all the galaxies, all the stars, all the plants, he chose to dwell among us. And he found us irresistible to be with. You know, I, I started with that question of like, when was the last time you were, you were awestruck? And if you and I keep doing the same thing over and over, we know, and we expect a different result, hopefully we know that that's the definition of insanity. <laughs> But, again, if I had to give you one encouragement to start praying with, something to pray with, I would encourage you to pray and, and give Jesus permission to fill you with wonder, to give him permission to wow you. 
But if we're moving fast, it's going to be really hard to do. Because it's kind of like you're standing in front of like a train going like 100 miles an hour, and you just can't read anything in front of you. But if you slow it down, you can see it. You can see it. And I just want to close with that quote from St. Basil. Because I think there's just so much there that we need to enter into. Or maybe let enter into us. St. Basil said, I want creation to penetrate you with so much admiration that everywhere, wherever you may be, the least plant may bring you to the clear remembrance of the creator. The creator that knows you by name. The creator that is not anxious about anything and who desires deeply for you to be filled with wonder and awe. And as we enter into Mass, you know, this creator somehow, mysteriously, is going to be present on this altar in the Eucharist. And he really, really trusts you. He really trusts you. Like so much that he would place himself either on your tongue or in your hand. And maybe before you receive communion today, just to slow down as you come forward, to think about what are you actually receiving And our God, who is so big, maybe we think, I'm so small, I'm so insignificant. He makes himself smaller than us out of love for us because he wants to be with us. He wants to be inside of us. And that that gift of awe and wonder was given to me when I I encountered him at at, at Mass. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's Jesus. (laughs) Maybe you had a moment, an aha moment like that. So as we enter into this Mass, just encourage you once again just to pray for that gift to say, Jesus, I give you permission to like blow my mind. Give me the gift of wonder because that's the first gift of the Holy Spirit and it makes all of them come back into alignment and that's what the Lord wants to do. He wants to take all of our disorders and bring them back into order. And it's a gift to be here. What an honor it is to be here. As we enter into this Mass, you know, the God, the, the God of the universe, is, is, he's here. And he created everything and he found us the most irresistible. As we enter this Mass, I just encourage you to pray this week every day. Say, Jesus, I give you permission to fill me with wonder. Please fill me with wonder and help me trust you as much as you trust me. He trusts you so much. And he has big plans for all of us. This first Sunday, we're just going to focus on creation. And pray for that gift of awe, the gift of wonder. And maybe take some time this week and and reflect on those times where he has wowed you, where he has filled you with wonder. And to not forget that the creator of the universe is amazing. And we don't have to do anything to earn that. He'll give it to us if we ask for it. Because we need that. Our, our world needs that desperately. So as we enter in the next week, we'll be looking at what went wrong. You know, we, today we talk about why is there something instead of nothing? But then that's kind of like the question is like, well, what, what went wrong? And we'll enter into that next week. But this week we focus on creation. We focus on the gift of wonder and awe. Take a moment of silence to ask to be filled by our God. Amen.